Have you ever wondered where you really stand with God? Are you overcome with feelings of guilt because of things you've done wrong? Are you tired of religion that focuses on rules that you can't keep? Have we got good news for you? It's time to listen in on some casual conversation with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski and discover what true freedom is all about. This is Growing in Grace. Hey, welcome to another edition of Growing in Grace. I'm Joel Brzezinski, Mike the Kapler. I'm looking at your profile picture on Skype here, Cap. It's the Washington Redskins. And there's, I don't know why we, I don't know how I'm going to do a program about God's grace looking at that picture. I just don't know. <laughs> well, I'm sorry you brought it up too, because at the time of our recording, uh, it's Super Bowl weekend, and uh, these have been some dismal years for me. I mean, it's bad enough being a Cubs fan, but I, I used to get some good mileage out of the Redskins for uh, you older people out there who remember the Joe Gibbs era. But uh, my poor daughter, I, I, she inherited being a Redskins fan, I guess, and, and she hasn't had much to cheer about all of her life. <laughs> I think those who would remember the Joe Gibbs era have probably gone on to the next world, Captain. Surprised you <laughs> Including <haven't> me. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, uh, I don't know why I brought that up, but it was just stuck out to me. So I got this new version of, of Skype here and because uh, I've been reloading. I've been working so hard. Work, I, I had a computer that went out on me. And so I've been reloading things, and, and one of the things I reloaded was a new version of Skype. And so your profile picture is like this huge thing where it used to be just in the little corner. But anyway, that's neither there nor here. <laughs> <laughs> but God's grace and his love, we're talking, uh, we're celebrating seven years of growing in grace, as uh, you might um, remember from last week's program. It was February 10th of uh, 2005, 2005, that our first podcast was up uh, was uploaded and made available. And uh, now here we are seven years later, and we're celebrating that. Uh, last week, I uh, shared a few things that have stuck out to me on our, as we've, over the past seven years, things that have stuck out to me about what the beauty of the gospel is. And I, I talked about how God loves you that really sticks out to me. I mean, if I were to share something with anybody, if I would want somebody to know something and to be reassured about it, it's that God loves you. And number two, that God is not angry with you. God is not angry with you at all. He loves you. Even while we were still sinners, Christ died for you. And so because of that, you know, Christ died for you. His blood was shed so that your slate could be wiped completely clean, and God's not looking at you with anger. He's looking at you with love, and he's looking at you as someone who he accepts. He has accepted you because of the sacrifice of Christ. I mean, he already loved you, but there was this thing that stood between us and God right from the very beginning, sin, and Jesus took care of that problem. Uh, so God is looking at you with loving acceptance, not based upon what you do, but based upon... Um, the finished work, the perfect finished work of Christ. And so I got a couple more things to share as well, and you know, the cat, we're going to, I'll hand it over to Cap as well, because I know that many things, as we've been doing this podcast for seven years, there's so many things that Cap has brought uh, up that uh, have really been meaningful to me, and I know that he's going to share some things too. But if I were to share something else, it's the whole idea that grace is the essence of our lives in Christ. Grace isn't just a subject. We've got, oh, the subject of 
obedience this week. We've got the subject of how to be a good Christian husband this week. We've got the subject of, you know, there's all kinds of subjects that people will preach about and teach about. And then we're going to get to the subject of grace. And then after that, we're going to move on to something else. But what I understand, the way that I understand grace is that it's the essence of the very essence of life in Christ. I mean, in other words, nothing in life happens apart from God's grace. It encompasses us. It's it's in us. It's around us. It's around us. It surrounds us. And it's it's the power for living the Christian life. It's Christ's life that's in us and that's intertwined with us. We're one spirit with God, and that's all because of God's grace. And so I don't believe that a person can graduate beyond grace. I think a person has to understand that in every single area of life, whether it's in a marriage, whether it's at a church, whether it's at school or work, or whether it's knowing God uh, more intimately, you name it, grace and God's love must be in that, and in fact is in that. And, and a lot of times we ignore it thinking that we need to do our part to to make God accept us and love us and be intimate with us, but it's all about God's grace. And so that is something that really sticks out to me. Grace is the essence of life in Christ, not just a, a mere subject. Well, so those are some of the things that have stuck out to me. And uh, since I had some time last week and some time this week, I'm going to pass on the baton to Mr. Kepler. Uh, what what kind of things, uh, and, and I don't know if you have any follow-ups to anything I've said or not, I don't want to hold you back there, but uh, otherwise I'll just ask you what kind of things have stuck out to you over the years, Cap? It, it's hard to sum it up in just a few minutes, isn't it, it? Is. when you stop and think about <laughs> all the is. things we've talked about over the past seven years, although I know we've, we've talked about some of the same things. But um, it's kind of funny when you were talking about grace. I was watching a Seinfeld episode the other night. We can apply Seinfeld to anything <laughs> in our everyday lives, right? That's right. And uh, Elaine was in for a job interview, and they were talking about grace. They were referring to it more in the uh, context of her demeanor and personality. And she said, well, I would like to think I have at least some grace. <laughs> and, the, and the interviewer says, well, you either have grace or you don't. <laughs> mm. <laughs> and I think that's that's how it is with our, our life in Christ. And, of course, uh, we have grace. We, we have everything that pertains to life and godliness now through, through Jesus Christ. And so, yeah, one of the things that I had first heard, Joel, as I was coming into a somewhat of a legalistic and works-minded Christianity, and I didn't think it was back at the time, but now looking back, I can see it probably was, but I, I had heard somebody start teaching uh, about life in Christ through this grace that we talk about. And one of the things that they had brought up was that there was no longer a need for the confession of sins. And that was a big thing for me because I spent a lot of time as a, as a young Christian confessing sins and trying to start all over again and, and, you know, rededicating my life and all that stuff. And once I realized that that wasn't necessary anymore, you talk about a weight being lifted off my head. And, and, why, and why do we not have to do that? Well, we don't have time to go into it, but the, we're summarizing here. And, and, and here's uh, something that I can tie to that, Joel, is that we are already forgiven. Now, there are so many things in the Christian life that people are pursuing instead of realizing that it already belongs to them, that it's already been taken care of and, and provided for us. So you got people always striving and, and working and, and straining 
to try to attain to something that in reality God has already provided for us. So that's what makes the gospel such good news. Uh, instead of trying to attain, trying to achieve, trying to possess, we find out through the, the, the gospel and, and the, the writings of the New Testament, the New Covenant, that these things have already been given to us. Forgiveness is one of them. And that was a big one for me, finding out that God is no longer holding our sins against us, that we have been declared righteous. Here's another big one. If I could share something with somebody, this was huge for me, and I'm, I know it was for you and a lot of our listeners. I had never really been told in a, a scriptural sense that I was the righteousness of God in Him. Mm-hmm. What does it mean to be righteous? It just simply means to be right with God. I, I was made right with God, so it's not my righteousness, it's His righteousness. And there's a big difference there. Because you see, under the old covenant, under the law, the commandments of Moses, the Jews were seeking righteousness through the law. But all they were doing was establishing their own self-righteousness and, and never being able to get to uh, the, the righteousness of God. I've got Romans, uh, what chapter is this? Romans 9.30. It says the Gentiles, this is interesting, the Gentiles who did not even pursue righteousness have now attained to righteousness, even the righteousness of faith. But Israel or the Jews pursuing the law of righteousness did not attain the law of righteousness because they did not seek it by faith, but through works of the law. So you and I have been declared righteous. And Joel, that is just one component of our new identity in Christ. So the thing that I like to try to bring up on this program is that we have um, got a new identity. And that that new identity, that new ID uh, that we all possess as believers has so many things in it that people don't know about. They're they're still trying to attain them. They're trying to possess them. And uh, they're they're not succeeding because they're, they're, I know they mean well, but they're, they're trying to attain through their works, through their performance, through their actions, instead of by faith, realizing that they've already been provided for us through the work of Christ. Yeah, that's so important. All that stuff is so important. Our identity in Christ, something that's been given to us as a gift you know, through birth. A person's identity, it's not something that you can earn. I mean, if you're trying to be a child of God through what you do, then you're missing the whole point. (laughs) It's like telling my son that he's my son only if he does certain things. He's my son. And my daughter is my daughter, not because they do she does certain things, but because she's my daughter. She's been born of me. We've been born of God. That's our identity. That's our identity in Christ. And uh, those things that you've mentioned there, Cap, were such a huge relief to me as well. Going back to your, what you were talking about, about confession and being forgiven, you know, our, all of our sins, past, present, and future, everything wiped out, forgiven completely, not because, again, not because we've confessed to them. I know a lot of people go back to 1 John 1, 9, but as we've talked about it in our past shows, again, we're summarizing here, it's not about um, a, a continual process that a Christian goes through. It's just about, it's just something that a person does in order to come to know Christ. We'll get into that another time, I'm sure, and we've talked about it in the past, but those are some big things, Cap. I really do hope that our listeners have been encouraged here. The, you know, the things you talked about, God's righteousness being a gift, 
how many people could have such burdens lifted off of them if they realized that it's not their own works that make them righteous, but it's the gift of God <laughs> by grace through faith. What a wonderful freedom people would have. Well, thanks, Cap, for sharing stuff. we got about a minute left. I don't know if there's anything you want to say to, to summarize things and maybe move us on into next week. Well, just a few things real quick here. These are going to go by fast, but some things that identify you now in Christ. This is a part of your new identity, not something that you're trying to get, but something that's been provided to us through him. You are now his righteousness. You are justified. You've been reconciled or exchanged. That means returned to his favor. You've been delivered. You are his child. You are a conqueror. You are sanctified, which means dedicated to God, purified. You are blameless. You are complete. You are forgiven. You are faultless, which means unblameable. You are holy. You're accepted. You're alive, filled with his life. And it goes on and on and on, scripture after scripture. This is all a part of who you are now in Christ, in your new identity. And coming up in the weeks ahead, we've got some things to talk about that are going to be very exciting, some things we were learning as we were broadcasting a couple of weeks ago regarding the will of God for you and me and our redemption how the old covenant, the law, the animal sacrifices were never, ever the will of God. This is going to be cool, and I hope you can listen in next week right here on growingingrace.org. This has been Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski. Heard online through various Internet sources around the world each week. To access hundreds of past programs, visit graceroots.org. Share it with a friend and listen again next week for more Growing in Grace.